So we'll turn to Acts 20. This morning we'll look in Acts 20. Let us stand for the reading of God's Word, starting verse number 17 this morning. And from Miletus he sent Ephesus to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came unto Asia, afterward manner I had been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility and mind, with many tears and temptations which befell me by the laying in wait of the Jews. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying both of the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I go bound in spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witness in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide in me. But none of these things move me, neither count out my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord of Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just ask you to touch our hearts, help and strengthen us this morning, Lord. I pray, Lord, you prick our hearts to be what you need us to be today. Lord, I pray that we let our light shine. Lord, I pray that we get happy in our salvation. Lord, and I thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Bless each heart. Open each mind tonight, today. Lord, we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. Here we know that Paul has gathered up all the, the, his disciples and the, the, the priest, and uh, he's given them some last-minute instructions. And I, I believe that every one of us here this morning could use these instructions also. He said in verse 18, the last part of verse 18, he said, At all seasons. And at the first part of verse 19, he said, serving the Lord. So I don't preach on this thought, serving the Lord in all seasons. Paul said that in my seasons of life, I just kept serving the Lord. Now, Paul's not talking about the four seasons, uh, uh, April, you know, uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. I can't wait till it gets to April. <laughs> He's not talking that although you do serve God through those four seasons. Now how many know there's more than four seasons in life? There are a lot more seasons in life in one year than just four of them. So I, so I want to put in your heart for this year the thought, serving the Lord in all seasons. Whether the season of your life you find yourself in 2024, and I know you're going to find yourself. Simply make sure that you're serving the Lord. You say, the season that I'm going through right now is a tough season. And I'm not saying it's not. But don't let that stop you from serving the Lord. You say, the season I'm going through right now is prosperous. And everything I've got is coming in. That's great. Don't let that stop you from serving the Lord. The season you may be going through in this life is of poor health, bad financial situations. Or one of my children has gone crazy and out in the world. Or you're going through a great trial. Don't let that stop you from serving God. 
Just make sure every season of life finds you serving the Lord this morning. Solomon mentions uh, uh, many seasons in life. I, I won't have you turn there, but he mentions many seasons in life in his Ecclesiastics. And he talks about those things. And he says there's a time, a season for all things. And I do believe that if we take our time and start looking at things, we'll look at the life we have, and he will find that. He said, To everything there is a season, a time and every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to be healed, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. There are many things that we go through. He says, don't turn those things that cause you frustration, those that cause you in your life, don't let them stop from serving God. You say, how, how can I serve God in all the seasons of my life that I'm going through? And I, and I want to keep serving Him. Verse 11 said, He has made everything beautiful in His time. In Ecclesiastes 3. Don't quit serving the Lord just because the season that you're in has changed. Paul said, I have served the Lord in all seasons of life. It didn't matter where the present condition was. It didn't matter what the problem was. It didn't matter what I was going through. It didn't matter if anybody was going with me or if everybody forsake me. He just said, I'm just going to keep serving the Lord. I want anybody here this morning can't serve God for you and I can't serve God for you and you can't serve God for me. I can't serve God for your family. But I've made my mind up for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord. I can't make your mind up this morning what your house is going to do. But as far as me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord this morning. I have set my face like a flint. And we're going to serve God. We're going to sing the praises of God. We're going to sing the songs of God. And we're going to just say, whatever saith the Lord, that's what we're going to do this morning. You may ask, has it been easy? Absolutely not. Has it always been fun? Absolutely not. But I found that it pays to serve God. 
It doesn't pay like the world says it does. It doesn't pay off in gold, silver, or rubies. But it pays off in peace, joy. Pays off in gladness of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for some people who just said, I'll serve God this morning. No matter what people say, no matter what people will do, I am just going to serve God. No matter what season that I may be going through, I'm just going to serve God. There are many seasons. There's a season of success. Anybody can serve God in a season of success. Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. He's saying there are a season that life will be successful for you. Season where life will you'll bring, bring forth fruit in your life. Seasons when everything's going good with the plans that you have set in your business and your family. And if all those things are going good in your life, don't stop serving God. Just because God lets you have a season of success doesn't mean you can stop serving God. You'll be surprised how many people that God had a need and God met their need. They came and we prayed and God finally met their need. And when God met their need, they were gone. You'll be surprised how many people do that. They may have been going through a bad time in life. They came to church. God got it all straightened out in life. And next thing you know, you don't see them no more. You know why God doesn't allow people to have too much success in life? Because he knows. He knows. God knows me. You probably sitting here and say, I wished I had a million dollars. So do I. I ain't going to lie to you. I wish I had a million dollars. But God knows if I had a million dollars, I probably wouldn't be here this morning. That's exactly what he said. Hey, I, I know what you think and I know what you want, but you can't get it because if I give you what you want, it will stop you from serving me. And we find people do that. We find where people get what they need and they stop serving God. I like where I'm at right now. Ain't got nothing, and so I come to serve God. Because that's all I need today. There's a seasons of success, but there also there's seasons of shadows. Psalms 22 and 2 says, Oh my God, I cry in the daytime. Thou hearest not. And in the night seasons... Am I not silent? He psalmist said, when his life encounters shadows, 
when he got the dark places this morning. I, I, can I tell you that this year's not going to be cookies and cream. It's not going to be filled with butter pecan ice cream. There, 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 there's, gonna, there's no going to be no headaches. There, there's not going to be no storms. There's no going to be no pain in your life. I, I wish I could tell you that, but I can't. There will probably be some seasons in my life, in your life, that we go through this year, there's going to be some shadows. There will be some dark hours. There's going to be some discouragement, dark hours of depression, dark hours when you're wondering, God, where are you at? He said, when I cry, the Lord heareth not. He gets in the shadow and he said, I can't see the Lord. I can't hear the Lord. And you're going to get into places like that in your lifetime. But make your mind up that when the shadows come to your life and it gets dim and it gets dark and you don't feel like serving God, the energy is not there, you don't feel like getting up out of bed and going to church, the fire is gone dim. The passion is gone. Just make your mind up. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go serve God anyway. There have been times uh, I didn't feel like coming to mid-church. Uh, there have been times the passion wasn't there. There have been times the fire wasn't deep down in. Uh, I just wanted to throw the towel in. But some said, no, you got to go. And I got up and went, and I'm just going to serve God. I'm not going to let my seasons determine my worship. He is worthy of serving this morning. If you've got a good reason for not serving the Lord this morning, won't you stand and give us? I'll give you some time to tell me your good reason why you should not serve God this morning. I'll give you the time to stand. You raise your hand if you want to. I'll get you stand. But I, I don't believe there's a person in this building that says the Lord is not worthy of serving. I, I don't think he's worthy. But let me tell you what, because every one of us has a past. Every one of us has a testimony. I know where he brought me from. I know what he done for me. He pulled me out of that mire. He put me on a solid rock. I know what he's done for me. He is worthy to serve this morning. You can say, well, I've been in church all my life. You weren't saved all your life. There had to come a time that you met him at the altar and he changed your life. Amen. There's times of success and there's times of shadows in our life. Seasons. There's a time of seduction and sin. Bible says in Hebrews 11.25 that Moses choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. In Moses' life there was seducing him to stay at the palace. 
to give up the call of God. Moses could have stayed in Egypt. Moses could have sat on the throne. He could enjoy the riches of life for a season. He could have forgot about serving God. He could have walked away from God. He could have had everything that his heart desired. No doubt it was a seducing spirit. No doubt it looked good. No doubt it sounded good. But Moses says, no. I'd rather suffer the affliction with the people of God than enjoy the season of sin. You listen to me. You listen to me. Every age in here, the young ones to the old ones, there is going to come a time, a season in 2024 where you are going to be seduced to walk away from God, to turn your back. Walk away from the things of God. He says, well, it can't happen to me in church. It ain't got to happen to you in church. It can happen to you on your job. There could be a seducing woman. There could be a seducing man that look at you and pull you and draw you away. There will come a time when the devil will come to you and try to seduce you to try to get you out of the church. Quit living for God. Quit walking for God. The devil's going to try to tempt you this year. Tempt you with your first drink. Tempt you with your first toke. The devil's going to try to tempt you. The best thing you could do in the season that time, say, no, sir. I am serving the Lord. I can't go that way. I'm going that way that God is leading me. It could happen. There, there, there will be a season where people will step out on you. And Philemon talks about Onesimus. He said that he, he departed for a season. Listen to me. I... <laughs> I wish I, it wasn't this way. I, listen to me. I've been around this stuff long enough to know, but I wish it wasn't this way. But I've seen it too many times. There are people sitting here right now in 2024 that will not be sitting here in January 2025. He said, why? Because something's going to pull you away. Something's going to pull you out. Something's going to draw you away. And a lot of times it, it, it works and the devil throw out that line and hook you and pull you plumb out. I wish it wasn't that way. Listen, I love you this morning. I'm on your side. I'm praying for you. I'm here if you need me. I've been here too long. I've been this just too long. There are going to be people says they're quitting. There are going to be some people to step out. 
What are you going to do, preacher, if these people are not they're sitting here right now that's not going to be here next year? What do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mount that pulpit. I'm going to open up that rifle of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm just going to I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not going to let it change me. I'm going to serve God whether you're here or not. Amen. Serve God no matter what season you're going through. It's hard. I know it's hard. I've been through about all the seasons you possibly go through. It's hard. You lose a loved one. It's hard. You lose your friend. It's hard. Those seasons are coming. I'm not going to back up on my preaching. I'm not going to back up on my worshiping. I'm going to keep serving God and do what God has called me to do. If you're thinking about stepping out this morning, (laughs) some of you probably ran through your mind. That's your business. But I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve God. Even when people step out. I thank God that we have experienced this season of growth this past year. God has truly blessed us. But it might not stay that way. It may come in 2025, we have more people leave than we have more people come in. (laughs) You know what a lot of churches have a problem with? Let me just do that. I'll get to the message in a minute. Ooh. Maybe I will or maybe I won't. You know why the churches have a lot of problems that's on in the church? When, when somebody preaching, thus saith the Lord, from the Word of God, it, it kind of gets on the skin of some people. They, they don't like that. So the church is saying, well... What we're going to do, uh, we're just going to let you come in, do what you want to do, live how you want to live, uh, come in lost, leave lost. We're not going to preach against anything you're doing. We're not going to preach against any sin you're doing. We're not drink, preaching about your drinking, your smoking, your running around. When are you going to preach about that? And the church grows. And the church grows. And I'm not talking about hundreds. I'm talking about thousands. They grow and they grow. And they keep growing. Why? Because nobody is saying anything about sin no more. We don't preach about sin no more. I'm going to preach this book. I'm going to sing the old songs. I'm going to give God the glory in every season that I'm in, no matter what I'm doing or what I'm saying. I'm going to give God the glory. Amen? So no matter what season that you're going through, no matter what you're facing in life, Just make your mind up, I'm going to serve God. Now, I know some of you probably took a lot to drag again here to get you in the church this morning. If she ain't stopped nagging me, I'd probably still be home trying to get dressed. Amen. Seasons are going to change. You're going to be in a good time today, and tomorrow it could hit you. Red light It's going to get you. Don't stop serving the God. Don't stop serving the Lord in your seasons that's depressing. Let me give you three quick things and we'll go home and eat that meal today. 
There are seasons of sorrows. 1 Peter 1. Though now for a season, if need be, ye be in heaviness, though manifold temptation. Peter said there there is a time of heaviness, a season of heaviness. In other words, a trial of faith. There will be seasons when you will be sorrows. And all season, it, and all these seasons can come in 2024. That's just saying. Don't mean that you're not going to go through them, but it means that absolutely there, and you could go through almost every one of these seasons. You say, what are, what are we going to do? What are we going to do if we have a season of temptation, a season of sorrow? Do what Paul said in Galatians. And let this let us not be weary and well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm going to preach the word in season, out of season. He said when the season the end, everybody loves it. When you're preaching what everybody wants to hear, everybody's there. But buddy, when the season's out, they don't want to hear that. They crunch up their lips and they walk out. Preach in season. He told Peter, uh, Timothy, preach it in season or out of season. Whether they like it or not, just preach it. Just preach the word of God. Tell you what I'm going to do. I mean, if you feel like you can, you just can't make it in some lifetime. Won't you just kick the devil in the mouth and just say, come on to church anyway. So, see, I, I'm going to meddle for a minute. See, a lot of us, we get up in the morning. We get up in the morning, we really want to go to church. We really, we really desire to go to church. But the devil put this in front of us. The devil put that in front of us. That'll put that in there. Alarm clock didn't go off on time. Water ain't hot enough to take a shower. These clothes just don't look right. He'll give you all kinds of excuses. Hey, my, everybody, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah. He can, he'll give you all kinds of excuses on why you should not come to church. Just reach up there and just go, bing, get out of here, devil. I'm going to go the way I look right now. Now, some of you need to comb your hair more. But just don't let the devil get you out. Don't let him tempt you. Sometimes we just don't go to church because we just let the devil keep us. Serve the Lord in all seasons. There's going to be a lot of seasons this year. And some of them are going to be bad. Some of them's going to be good. But I made my mind up right now, no matter what season comes, I'm going to serve the Lord. How, how would it be? How would it look? Now, I'm just speaking for me. How would it look that I get in a season of bad trials, temptations come to me, and I just say, I quit. I'm walking away. And turning my back on God. How would it look to my family? How, how would it look to my friends? How would it look to the church? Now my enemies will probably say, 
He, I told you he was nothing. I told you he was a fake. I told you that was, I told y'all about him. But you want to listen to him. How would it look? You ask yourself now, what if you decided you just want to get up and quit? Throw your hands up. Throw the towel in. And your kids are watching you. Family's watching you. How would it look? I'm not going to give the devil the opportunity to point his finger at me and say, I told you so. Serving the Lord in all seasons. So what does serving the Lord in all seasons include? There are some things that we have to include to serve the Lord in all seasons. First of all, we'll have to include humility. Serving the Lord with all humility, humility in mind. That just means that he didn't think more of himself than he ought to. He, Paul, Paul always thought less of himself than anybody else. He always put Jesus first. He always put others first. He said, neither account I my life dear unto myself. You see, how, how, how did Paul keep serving the Lord? Now, don't miss this. Don't miss this. How did he keep serving the Lord? He looked as himself as a servant. And a servant serves. A servant does, doesn't serve. A servant that doesn't serve ain't no good. And I know that's not good English. You know the reason why some people don't serve God? Now don't miss this either. Don't miss this. They think they deserve better. They think they deserve better than what they're getting. Some people stop serving God because they thought God should have treated them better. God, I cannot believe you allowed this to come into my life. God, why'd you let this happen to me? And there's some people I know that's gone through tragedies in their life and they could have gotten bitter if they wanted to, but all they did would come to the church, raise a hand, thank God, and praise God. And, and I know what they were going through, I know what they're facing, but yet they still come to church with a smile on their face and raise their hand and say, praise God, for He is good. But I also know some people have gone through some tragedies and they turned their back on God and walked out and said, God ain't been good to me. Why should I serve God? Listen to this. Oh, man, I like this. I like this. If you serve man or your feelings, they're always changing. So you're going to change. 
But if you serve the one that never changes, it's going to stay the same. So you can serve him in the bad time, the good time, tragedies. You can serve him on the mountaintop and down in the valley if you put your faith in him because he never changes. That's the problem a lot of us. We put our, our faith into things that change and we change with it. Now, I, I have to be honest. If I ain't got my cup of, cup of coffee in the morning time, I'm a bear. <laughs> and then there's other days I can get up in the morning and don't have to have anything. Hey, baby. Everything's good here today. <laughs> if it don't take one time, somebody snap. Ah, ain't no right. You know what it is. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. He don't drink coffee, so he's a bear every morning. <laughs> 3.30 in the morning, driving down the road. Get out of my way! Get out of my way! <laughs> but we go on feelings. And feelings change just like seasons change. We go on feelings, but put it into the one that never changes. Some people quit church serving God because they think they deserve better. Some people says, I don't go to church. Somebody down there didn't talk to me. Now, before you go home, tell that. Hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> Everything cool? Everything all right? Don't go tell nobody I didn't talk to you. Amen? Okay. Some people, well, I went to that church, and they wouldn't even shake my hand down there. You know what? I, I went to a church here in North Carolina when we moved back up looking for a church. I went into the church, and he found out I was a preacher. He wouldn't talk to me. He thought I was coming to get his church. I don't want to live down here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> now we're good friends. <laughs> Wouldn't talk to me. Church, you know, people have this idea that they put themselves on a pedestal and we're all supposed to come to them. You got it wrong. No. No. We put God on a pedestal and we all come to Him. Just because somebody don't shake your hand or talk to you doesn't mean quit serving God. If, let me just say this. If somebody doesn't speak to you, you run up and grab them shake them real hard. Speak to me! Amen. Around here, you probably get loved to death. They thought deserved better. Problem with a lot of churches, they've given their congregation the wrong mindset. They ain't worried about the people, they're worried about the pews. They got a sign on that says, This is a church where everybody can come to be somebody. I want to put a sign up that says, this is church where everybody's a nobody. <laughs> Trying to tell everybody about somebody that can save their souls. Amen. Amen. I'm just telling you. We got this idea that we're better than everybody else. It, you got to learn to serve God with humility. We're not all that we think we are. You realize God doesn't have to do anything else for us. He took that bunch of dirt and breathed life into it, which is us. You know you're nothing but a dirt ball, right? What, dirt, you, 
God's spirit, you know, nothing but a dirt ball. He took a dirt ball and blew life in it. That's us. He don't have to do anything else for us. He done all he needed to do. He died on the cross for your sins. That's all he needs to do. Well, Lord, you just don't know what I've done for you this year. I did this. I was there. I done that. I did this. I, I raised a hand up and everything. You need to do me better. You're nothing. I was nothing when he found me, but he's given something to me. He's given me life. You can't serve the Lord if you don't have humility. Well, well, well serving the Lord in all seasons include, it will include humility, but it also, it will include some heartbreaks and heartaches. Verse 19, it says, serving the Lord with all humility in mind and with many tears, temptations, which befell me by the laying and wait in the Jews. You know, we have this mindset that serving the Lord is nothing but a bunch of bed of roses. Everything is peachy cream. No problems. Everybody loves us. Why, why would they hate me? No, there's going to be some heartaches and heartbreaks in your life. Mark it down. Mark this down. You watch a Christian that serves the Lord faithfully for many years. That's had a hard, lot of heartaches and a lot of trials in their life. They have chosen that they're going to serve God anyway. There ain't no easy road in serving God. They just made their mind up, they're going to serve God anyway. He said, with tears and with him crying about it, look at verse 31, therefore watch and remembrance that by the space of time of three years, I ceased not to warn everyone night and day with tears. He, he's crying. They're not heeding the warning that he's given. He's crying with tears. Listen to me. Nothing will break your heart more. Listen to me. Listen, listen to everybody in here. Nothing will break your heart more than you're trying to learn, serve God, live for God, do the things of God, and your family looks at you and they turn away from you and don't want nothing to do with your God. You're trying to give them the influence. You're trying to tell them this is the way you should live. I'm giving you the example. And they look at your life and says, I don't want that. Nothing more will break your heart than having your family tell you, or your grandchildren, your children. They're not serving God. I, I blame myself for my children. I didn't set the example early enough in their life. I believe it has ruined their lives in their older years. I've cried over it. I've weeped over it. Maybe you're some of you in here this morning in the same condition. I, I love these young adults in here. 
but it breaks my heart to see them in church but down the road and if it's not under the uh, roof of your uh, teaching and your bringing and then the church becomes a distant memory to their lives we're going to serve God through that and it's not easy it's not easy why should I keep serving God when my family has turned their back on God when it comes time to them get right they know there's a place that they can go that their mother and their father worship and praise God that they can come and get right with God don't throw the towel in when it looks bad don't just give up when it looks bad just keep serving God there are many tears in this thing serving God There will be some heartaches and trials. With all humility of mind, many tears and temptation. That, that, that word temptation means a trial of a man's fidelity to God. His virtue, his integrity, his steadfastness. It's a trial of a man that he will say, put, will not let the trouble knock him out. There have been many battles over the years where soldiers were told to go to a position, to go to a coordinates, to hold that ground, to hold that mountain, the Battle of the Bulge. They, they were sent in to hold that position and their orders were, don't give up no matter what. And when they start bombing them and laying the bombs down and people were dying left and right, it was very easy to get up and just walk away and retreat. But the order was, at all cost, serve God. Don't give up. Can I tell you, the devil's going to launch as many bombs he can into your life. He's going to try to shoot at you. He's going to try to get you to scourge. He's going to try to get you to turn around and run from that mountain. But I'm telling you right here now, stand fast. Don't give up. We're all on a battlefield. We're called a battle. We're living in a day, uh, it's all out war today. The devil is launching all these things and, and his shots are landing and people after people on people after people. He's landing in the church right into our families. And it's coming through social media. It's coming from the entertainment world. It's coming through the sports world. And we don't realize it. We're being bombarded with all these things. The music they listen to today. Even the education today. You say, what do I do? Make your mind up. And stand. I'm going to keep serving God through the heartaches of the tears. There are heartaches of the traps of the devil by the lying in wait of the Jews. The devil is out there and he's trying to ambush you from serving God. He wants to pull you down.
There's humility, heartaches and heartbreaks, trials. But can I say this? Let me end it with this. It should include some happiness. But none of these things shall move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. Paul gets to the end of his road. It's not been an easy road. been a hard road persecution trials beating stoning he's had a hard road but he gets to the end and he said i'm happy i'm happy i I finished with a shout and with a smile and a song Can I say this? Serving God should not make you the grumpiest Christian in the world. Too many of us walk through the door of the house of God with pooch mouth. And I'm trying to figure out who did you run into before you got here. Because if you got out of bed and you're talking to God, that should have made you very happy. If you got out of bed and start praying, that should have made you happy. But between there and here, you ran into somebody. You ought to be the happiest people in this county, in this state, in this world, because you're serving God who loves you, who died for you, who sent his son to die on the cross for your sins. I haven't done the things the world wants me to do. I haven't served God the way the world said I should serve God. I haven't had the fun the world said I should have fun. I've had a time of my life in worshiping God, singing the praises of God, preaching the word of God. I've had a time of life. I've been happy. I've had a lot of fun doing it. Loving on my brothers and sisters, I I enjoy it. I'm happy. I'm a happy man. I've got happiness that a world cannot bring. Happiness people that I know are those who are sold out. Listen to me. Those who are sold out and serving God. The only people I know that can walk through the dark hours of night come out on the other side singing and praising God of those who have sold out to God. And those are the only people that will be there for you serving God. There's going to be some hard times in 2020 